Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Cowboy for Game Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Tonight, I'm joined by Ben from Nolan TCG. Hello. And Logan from Snake Rat on Twitch. Hello. How was our week in Yu-Gi-Oh, gentlemen? Uh, let's start with Logan. Yeah, Sunday was good. Uh, like leading into it, we got Spliteville. Uh, we built the Punk version for a bit, and you know Sunday went great. We went X one, losing only to Skill Drain. And I'm not mm. saying the real deck because it wasn't the real deck. It was just Skill Drain. What's that? <laughs> uh, so we went through one. That was fine. And then tonight, we lost two rounds to time, and that felt fantastic. Uh, and I'm not going to say any more about that. That is all. I will, though, in a minute. <laughs> ben? Uh, I won locals tonight. You did. Um, no gallery clap for you today. No gallery clap. Yeah. I uh, have been playing Splite. Well, I guess have been. This was the first tournament I've played Splite in because I didn't play Sunday. Um, yeah. Deck worked really well. I played like just the pure many hand traps as possible variant. Uh, talents cracked. Dark Ruler, good. Like Every choice I had in my deck was just correct. Because I'm not playing like the techie, like anti-splite hand traps. Because I'm like, why would I play these when one other person, at most two other people, are playing splite at locals? There's no point for me to be like, here's my DD crawl and here's yeah. my ga- my ghost ogre. Yeah, that was the reason I didn't make any changes to my deck because there's very limited people that were playing it. Granted, I versed both of them. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> play both of us. But at the same time, like the deck's still evolving I'm still trying to fully understand exactly what it does as well so there's not a lot of incentive for me to go changing the deck especially when I'm about to change entire decks once the rest of my stuff arrives yeah, it's true at the, uh, at the end of the day uh, Ultimate Slay won me the locals though that card's so, insane game three uh, game three final round I open uh, well my opening hand is double slay ash blossom uh, starter, uh, no, not starter. Uh, sprite blue, sprite chet. Um, I ash blossom the Marincess card that searches the spell a trap. So I was like, surely something, sorry, something there is necessary. Um, he ends up with six negates. I think it's either five or six. Um, I completely break the entire board and just set up full combo because uh, ultimate slave bastard card not once per turn. So I went like ultimate slay, uh, send the link four, um, the evil twin, uh, send the marincess, uh, spin back the marincess link four, because um, it wasn't unaffected. Then I um, go activate the marincess, uh, activate the live twin link. He has toad still, but he doesn't toad negate, and I'm like, it's fine. I'm not spinning the toad anyway. Uh, I spin the uh, imperm in the back row, and because he had two imperm in his back row. And he had the Marincess trap in hand, which was now dead because I got rid of the Marincess monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well, here's the second ultimate slay. I'm going to send an Xyz and the other totally awesome's also gone. What? Ultimate slay is not once per turn. Not, not once per turn. That is outrageous. Yeah, cards not once per turn. That is fucked. So, uh... <laughs> the more you know. 
pretty much everything was gone. Oh, that's I just had to play through an Ashton Imperm, uh, normal summoning the Diva, <laughs> baited mm -hmm. one, special summoning the blue, baited the second. I just went to town at that point. Um, and yeah, that was my locals. I had a fun time. Jake, how was yours? Uh, Sunday went okay. I went 2-2. Two, two. Um, the main thing that screwed me, like I would have been X1 on Sunday, but um, I don't understand mathematics and nor do I want to. Um, I just didn't read what it did. <laughs> now gallery. The gallery! Yay! Now gallery. The gallery. <laughs> yeah. um, I assumed that it's like negate thing was a negate activation, so I played the line to protect the negation of activation, but it just negates the effect. And I could have stopped it from negating the effect by putting it face down with snow. Oh well, I know now. Now I don't have to read it. I'd rather learn from mistakes than learn by learning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read them. It's fucking mathematics, bro. I'm not reading your fucking no, you just trash don't garbage. Have to interact with Josh. Well, th that's obvious. True. <laughs> Goes without saying. True. Um, tonight though, uh, went X one. Um, versus all this, uh, tactics destroyed me. Um, <laughs> when I had full combo tactics, just ripped down all the card from your hand. I'm like. So Jake probably can't play through three negates. Well, not with three cards in yeah. hand, no. Yeah, let's just <laughs> rip one and see how this plays out. <laughs> and, like, I think both times it was branded opening that you ripped out of my it hand was, as yes, well. It was, yes. It was branded like, opening both times. Because oh, I was like, that. I'll rip the branded opening and just end on Omnia Monster negates. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. Worked well. Um, game two was against... Oh, I've lost it now. It was a good game. It wasn't you. Who doubles before you? Harry versus Harry. Um, that was a fun game. Um, I think the biggest issue he had is like, obviously I won the die roll, so I just set up my thing. Um, he didn't open any extenders, so like he just normal summoned a Ziam and I um, either destroyed it or bounced it, and then that was the end of that. Um, game two, um, he played a line not really looking at what he was doing and went to set up to do like a punk fusion summon, but he didn't have another punk in hand. So just ended on Lambda, the Quick Fusion... Oh, not the Quick Fusion guy, but the Fusion guy, um, and the Gamma in hand. Okay. Um, so all I did was normal summon a Luba, not use the effect, punch over the Lambda, and then continue playing as if yeah, <laughs> nothing's that, happening. That is something that we've discussed, is the effect of Gamma in the current format, and how it's sometimes just fine to just normal summon and not use the effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, there's... That's what I'm learning against Spy as well, is that like trying to push through the negates is yeah. a bit redundant. And because it's just it's effectively elf that allows you to spear out multiple yeah. negates. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine to sacrifice the effect of your normal summon if you have one to just punch over that. The problem does lie in the the dupe frog. The dupe frog is the issue. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The benefit of mind and I'll get on to our match in a minute. Like yeah, that's the way to play it, is get rid of the things that are causing you the most grief. Yeah. Play through less negates after the battle phase and set up a board post-battle phase. Yeah. Or just open two ultimate slay, which apparently isn't once per turn, and then you <laughs> don't care. Bust. I, that's, that's, <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. I didn't realise it wasn't once per yeah, turn. That card should be $1,000. Yep. Um, <laughs> Imagine if you play against someone playing fusions and links, and then you're just like, I'm going to rip you to shreds. That makes the two ultimate slaves four interruptions. Yeah, it's kind of busted. Um, technically five. On to the last game. Um, do, I, do I just leave for this part? <laughs> no, no, stay. Um, <laughs> we're going to zoom in on your face. Um, so I was versing Logan. 
Uh, I won the die roll. Um, I think our first game was fine. Like, I don't think you were able to play through everything, but it wasn't like a super unfair kind of thing. I just kind of just had the standard board. Because um, we did play three games, didn't we? Wait, uh, was no. it was it game one? No, it was it was game one. Which game? Was um, the time? So game one was um, no, no. We ended up going to game three. Okay, because it was three game three in time. Um, yeah, so game one went for a little while, um, mainly because um, I think you had enough extenders to be able to play through the board that I had. So it was mm. a bit grindy. I did get to a point though where I got to summon Priscini on and then summon back his toad. Okay. Yeah. He had so many resources. Like, I only opened up. One. I had all the resources. <laughs> I was going to not speak every this whole time, but I was like, I just opened up like one Valor, and I was like, this does nothing. Yeah, because um, I think yeah, I standby or even draw phase did the um, branded opening, so yeah. the Valor was dead, yep. and I already had branded fusion in hand, so I played branded loss. So then the Valor was doing fucking nothing, um, and then yeah, set up the standard board with a negate. Um, and then in the second turn, I like he set he still set you still set up a like good board despite I played for like three and a half negates and I set up like code elf with like two back row. Yeah, like, like it was enough. it was a fine board. Um, game two, um, yeah, you just went off. I yeah. didn't open any sides. Um, the thing that would have got me back into the game was my tactics. I was hoping to pull a Ben and just draw into what I needed. <laughs> he had the solemn, so it didn't matter. Um, that was annoying. Um, and then game three, um, I set up again pretty standard board. Lost uh, Mirror Jade. I had, and because I opened Brandon in red, I did. I when I summoned the Aluba, I searched for branded opening so that I still have access to Adlib, um, and then set the opening the red, and then passed. But like, um, no, I didn't end up banishing the Aluba because I didn't need to. Um, so then. Um, Logan declares battle phase, at which point the timer goes off, uh, indicating <laughs> time in the round. So I was like, okay. And then people were explaining how it works, because I always forget. But it didn't matter. <laughs> it, no, because you'd already gone past the battle phase, and like the sprite opening sort of puts you in that position. Oh, um, my opening was trash. It was like E-Telly, so I had like access to, Zam to the Armin, which life cost life points. points. Starter, life, life points. points. Evenly matched. Doesn't get me any, any damage in battle phase. Like, hand trap, hand trap. And so I was like, well, cool. And against that, like against Brandon, it's like, I know where we go here. I see the clock has 48 seconds. Summon your boy. Yeah, so he went to battle phase. Oh, I think, yeah, you started the battle phase. I summoned um, Thingo from deck. Um, go to uh, evenly matched. I bring back tragedy, summon Bernie Lad. Manage the board. Switcheroo. Yeah, and then Mirror J comes back, so it's like the board is the same but different. The board <laughs> is the same, except now you don't get a main phase two. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it didn't and matter. I wasn't it. playing for that. I had no idea how much time was left when we went into the third game. No. Um, it was just then, like as that happened, that that was the best line of play. Um, so sorry about that. Yeah. To be fair, I think that's actually the best line of play if you're getting even lead in that deck. Yeah. Yeah, and now that like the game has swung to that point where people are playing like big board breakers to try and fuck off other boards, I think that that's probably a standard line. Yeah, yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. I think like yeah, the problem was I knew I knew the time and I saw my hand. I was like, "There's nothing that happens here. This this just happens." I agree with your comment though. Like, your build was built for locals. Yeah, 
I was just playing a list that I was like, if I versus Ben, I feel very confident I can beat Ben's list because it's built to beat the mirror and tier element and stuff like that. And skill drain decks. Literally, no one has tier <laughs> element at our locals yet. No one has tier element yet. And I'm playing Splat. Yeah, so there's like three or four people who want to build it who are just like all missing like one or two cards. And so none of them are playing it. And I was like, well. Well, we're still in that very early thing. Like, the set's only been out for four days. So, like, yeah. the, the fact that you have it all is purely because you bought a case. Um, the reason you have it all is because we bought a case. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, bought you three boxes. You may have bought your singles by now, but that doesn't mean, like, guarantee that you have them. No, the brag goes yeah. Martha's pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it's Martha, though. No, Why did I say that name? I mean, I bought three cases Martha. and got three instant contacts, so I understand what's going on in their boxes. <laughs> Every box he's opened is pulled instant contact. It's hilarious. Not another one. Build heroes, bro. Yeah, it's a sign. It's a sign from the universe. It summons a level seven. I'll be the second hero player at locals. Oh yeah, there is another one. Um, but Thank yeah, um, so this will probably be one of the last outings with branded if my Rhino Heights arrive sometime through the week, because then I'll move on to tier element and start doing demilting. Respectable. Yes. I, uh, I need to get fresh sleeves for my tier element deck. I have fresh sleeves. See, I, I had am... my deck fresh sleeved and then he borrowed it and now it's fucked. <laughs> he was like, let me test her elements and now I just am missing like 15 sleeves and I'm like, cool bro. Exactly 15 cards. I took all those runner hearts. 15 runner hearts seems excessive. It does seem excessive. Secondary market's making money bro. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Uh, moving on to some news. Uh, first, we start with Master Duel, uh, which did a very big update as of today. Uh, so we have three new packs uh, that have come out today. Invincible Raid, which is uh, B-Troopers, DDD, um, and the Dynamorphia. Um, all kind of cool roguish decks. Um, that one does have uh, Chimera... What's it, what's it actually called? Guardian Chimera. That's yep. what it's called. That one has Guardian Chimera in it, despite none of these decks yeah. actually playing it. Um, Wait, does, does that box have Advent in it? Not that I can see. Okay, no Advent in that box. We move. Okay. Uh, then we move on to Cosmic Ocean, uh, which has all of the new Marincess support, uh, the extended support for Ice Jade, yep. and has the new Umi cards. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, doing water tings. Is Advent in this box? No. I see. We yes. move. We uh, move. And then uh, the third pack is the Newborn Dragon. A um, bunch of zombie stuff in here, weirdly. Um, all of the stuff from the branded structure deck, so Lubellion, Mirror Jade, uh, mm. the hand trap things, all that. Um, the ghost trick support cards, which I appreciate, I guess. Um, and some more of the blue eye stuff, like blue eyes jet dragon and all that nonsense as yep, well. Yep. Um, oh, and the Borrelo Ling Fight as well. Okay, that's decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. Next dragon. But is Advent no. in this box? No. no. No, it is I not. see. Yes, I see. Uh, we also have uh, officially, as of today, the Duelist Cup has started, um, which I've oh, got nice. a bit of a breakdown further on about how that works. Um, in terms of uh, player uh, things, I guess uh, I don't know how to, to describe this in terms of a category, but we get an extra deck slot, so you can build one you more build deck. Twenty-one decks. Yes. All of my deck slots are just filled by the random the starter decks decks that, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I just can't be able to delete. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't delete them. That's the thing. I don't think you can just delete what's there. You have to just like build something yeah. else in it. You, you have to get rid of everything there's else. There's, there's definitely a delete deck. Is there? Button. No, I haven't seen. Because I've deleted like three of them, and I just was like, "This is the, this takes like two minutes to delete each one." I just can't be bothered. 
I'll be here for half an hour. It'll be quicker just to go and edit. Well, yeah, know. that's what I've been doing. As I've, as I've been building decks, I just go into the trash ones, get rid of all the trash, okay. put all the stuff I need in it, and then rename it. I'm sure if I did this for my PC, it'd be easy, but I'm, I'm not... Yeah, you play on mobile. You play on the mad, man. Yeah, no, not about that. It's because I can just chill. It's fine. Uh, we also have a whole bunch of new card animations. Uh, the monster ones are neither here nor there. Um, did Advent get an animation? Uh, Advent has not been given any code. I see. <laughs> this, um, is most, this is most disappointing. <laughs> um, so yeah, the monsters are neither here nor there. They just kind of do the thing. Uh, but we do have animation for forbidden droplets. Um, the screen goes dark. A big purple drop falls in the middle of the screen, and then you negate some things. Uh, Caught cool. by the grave. Um, a sassy dead guy points his hand over near the graveyard, like so. Uh, and it shoots a laser beam, doesn't it? No, just points. No, I swear, like a, a the the art on the card of like the, the. No, that's just the surprise of the old man. No, but I think that still happens. I Good think look. it like shoots at the grave. See how it's got like. He's got life behind his head because a uh, hand's pointing at him. Yeah. Um, I, I did not see that. Uh, yeah. It looks fucking hilarious, honestly. A hand just goes up and goes... It's so with, funny. With that exact facial expression with it. Well, you can't see its face. Anyway, um, we have the D. Um, well, the Jap... Sorry. The, the, the Japanese. D death. Yeah, the <laughs> Japanese have the D. Uh, we have the F. F. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. What? Um, <laughs> uh, gold sarcophagus um, just comes up with the gold sarc thing. Cool. Is that um, already in the game? The card gold exists. Sock? It's an no, animation. Like animation. No, I swear uh, that would have been. No, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, Swords of Revealing Light um, does like the full anime thing of like the sword shoot down in the middle of the field. Um, magical cylinder, probably the one that will be seen the most out of all of these animations. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Mirror Force um, sets up a barrier and then looks like someone shoots it and just goes pew. <laughs> um, Rageki super similar to Lightning Storm um, something comes down does a line like through the monster side of the mm. board um, I haven't seen the one for Jackpot 7 though that sounds it'll probably really be like the funny. first 7 will spin and then the second 7 will spin yeah. and then the 3rd will spin that would be cool if they programmed it that well Actually, I'd be really happy based on the fact that the next one you're about to see is Final Countdown I'm assuming it's a win con oh true animation. yeah just be a win con animation yeah. and yeah now that I think about it that's the same with um, the death the yeah. death thing it's, and I've seen the death one the death one's actually really cool it's got um, dark necrophy over the Ouija board yep. doing this and then she like pushes it towards you oh that's cool yeah it's it's nice um, we've also got some new fields um, I don't know what put into the game yeah 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 I, I don't know whether they're I don't know whether they're all available to purchase just yet but okay. they've been coded in at okay. the very least okay. so they may I, be available at a later date you, they may be I don't know I haven't been on I'm literally reading the Frank, page did you go on tonight Sorry, I just no, I just queued up on Jules' cup. Oh, <laughs> he needed to get the points. <laughs> um, we know where his priorities lie. Um, I'm assuming that's a B Troopers related field there. Uh, we also have Medolce, which is a bunch of cakes and things. Um, that's not what I, I think it's cool. Cakes and things and cakes. Um, and then we've got uh, like a sort of underwater field for the Yumi stuff. Looks yeah. pleasing cool. enough, I guess. The Medolce one's probably the nicest one of these three. Um, we got some new fields as well. Um, I like the standy. Yeah, uh, uh, we got two rank ups. Yeah, yeah, two rank ups. The um, trap card that was supposed to go with Ring of Destruction that no one ever played. Uh, Ring of Infinite Destruction. Ring of Demolition. It's something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's that that one. Um, <laughs> and then whatever the fuck that is, uh, just looks like steampunk thing. Uh, and then. Yes. 
Then we have new mates. Oh, I thought you were going to say band cubs. No. <laughs> new band no, no band Let's list. Go. Just add more. Just add all the things. Power creep. If we add a bunch in, don't need a band list. Uh, so new mates include uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon, um, Quibolt Hedgehog, I think is what it's called. Oh, Hedgehog. Cypherm uh, Gear Gamma. Um, I don't know what this thing's called. Oh, never mind. Uh, Kageta Kage. Um, I didn't realise it came Kageta up Kage. With... It's the other level 4. I know. Oh. He knows. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like I was gonna say it seems like a card you would play. <laughs> it, it's been around since like 2010. Like. Oh yeah, it's super old. Uh, Revenge Red Slayer and uh, the one that we announced a while ago on the podcast, Trishula, Dragon of the Ice Barrier. Uh, from what I understand, I think that one might be a premium mate, but I'm not hundred percent sure. For the size that it is, yeah. I'll say this: if you have Gamma as your mate, you're a masochist. No, see, I thought the same thing. I thought everyone would just have um, Cleefort Monolith as their mate if they were playing Cancer decks. They don't. They go for the really trash ones, like the skateboard. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like, yeah. True. I'm playing yeah, they play the shittest ball. possible yeah. mates because, like, for it's them, free. it's like an opposite flux. Much like, in the card, much like in the real card game, they don't want to spend any money. True. <laughs> Um, and a bunch of new icons as well. Uh, notably, we've got uh, B Trooper, Bujin, uh, Aluba, like the alternate art of Aluba as well. Oh. Um, I was going to make a Enchantress, comment, uh, Pirate Ting, mm. and some other ones. All kind of okay. Um, the fucking link for Mermel. Mermel. Useful card. Oops. Yeah. A uh, bunch of new card collectors. One with uh, Abyss Teus on it. One with <coughs> Abyss Teus. That's not. You should know that that's not Teus, Jake. Hmm? That's a Migaloo. Oh, I can't remember which one's there. He Whoa! can't read. Hey, he can't read. Leave him alone. When I met Jake, he was playing Mermel. Yeah, but he can't, it's not his fault. He can't read. Doesn't. Just this man does not have like belief in the heart of the cards. Oh, just, just, oh. oh. The gallery is loud. I wonder if it's getting picked up. Some stuff doesn't get picked up from the gallery. No, Seb doesn't get picked up because it like sounds like the same thing. A little bit got picked up. Last it's good to not be in the gallery anymore. He got promoted. Um, we then also have uh, some upcoming gates. Uh, so the one that we've got first is B Trooper. So we get to find out what their go is. Um, we get some rewards with them as well. They're trying to defend their honey. He said honey, so sus. <laughs> They're trying to defend their honey. Yeah, <laughs> honey. <laughs> I hate it. Um, with that, you get uh, bee trooper sleeves um, and some other cool little things. Um, other ones that we've got coming, though, Ally of Justice, uh, Bujin, Thunder <coughs> Patrol, Mermel, and Bedred. There's hmm. so some cool gates coming up. That, thankfully, in this list so far, they haven't announced one of those like um, anime structure ones where like you have to play the anime deck the whole way through because those are fucking aids. So, I mean, uh, I hate really feel something we've learnt this week on the uh, topic of gates. Jake's the only one we know that plays them all. <laughs> yeah, all of us are just like, yeah, here's the gates I've played. Look, it's the five at the start, and then I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> look, there's two reasons I play the gates. One, I like the law. I like just playing through the thing, learning a bit about the deck, learning a bit about the story behind it. Cool. Um, the other thing I like about it is it's free gems. Except when it's not. Yeah, the one time it wasn't. That triggered me. <laughs> that, that Those decks were painful. I should have got free gems for that. Didn't care about the lore at all when you realised there was no free gems. No, that one didn't have lore. That was the worst part. It was just playing Jaden's shitty fucking Neos deck. 
and then you verse fucking Yugi Moto at the end, and he always opens Magician's Circle. Every game. He believes in the heart of the cards. Why don't you? Because those cards were shit. When I was playing with my cards, I fucking demolished that idiot. Anyway. Just called the King of Games an idiot. Yeah, I did. And now he's dead. Anime fans are going to hate you. He's dead. Fucking. I could make that seem really bad in post. Yep. (laughs) I dare say you would. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, moving on from Master Duel, uh, we have some. Oh, hang on. Where is it? Uh, can't read. News on the upcoming he Lost can't Arts. Read. You can't read. True. Uh, so we've got the new Lost Arts that are coming through. Uh, we've got Cyber Agent Ben 10, Tribute Burial, Axe of Despair, Fake Hero, Cyber Angel Idaten, and whatever this Zexel card is. Zexel yeah. Friends. I don't know what that card is. Um, I, I can read you the text. Maybe that'll give you some insight as to what it does. I know it's just flavor text. <laughs> you ruined the joke. I know it's just flavor text. <laughs> I think you. it's a print of a card that the OCG just kind of had that was like an old promo of theirs. It seems like the Yujo friendship of Zexel. I think I think that's what it is. Apparently, it's playable though. No fucking way that's playable. I, I think you can have it. Like I don't know how you would actually play it, but it is puttable. Like you can put it into your deck. Does it have requirements? So, is it an Xyz monster? Um based purely on looking at it yes but i can't see uh, a level i can't see attack or defense the fact that uh, it says i can't see monster. a monster type um yeah it's literally just the picture of Zexel. surely it's not playable unless they're like oh you can put in your extra trick as an extra target <laughs> that'd be very funny yeah if they don't put this as a limit could you just play 15 of this <laughs> well, it has a name it has a name jake <laughs> Um, so yeah, what was that noise? What? <laughs> 33% of these cards are just bigger boobs. <laughs> 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 Seb's been waiting for that for so long. The one yeah. time the gallery got up tonight was for that comment. The the rest of them, violence. So what we're yeah, saying is it's just fun. One of them is underwear. Yeah, one, so yeah, one of them is underwear. Is that Ayrton? One of them is no, anime bait. Two are boobs, two are violence. Bang, bang. Um, the Axe of Despair. Zexel Friends. Eyeball on it. <laughs> and the Burial. Oh, yeah, Tribute Burial as well. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't say it's violence, it's so, more gore. I'd like to point out that in Australia, we've just missed two Lost Arts. Yeah. They just skipped two. They just also, it could just not... be us. Like, no, no, no. Uh, the stores in Australia no, no, no. are getting. Those stuff. do not exist in yeah. Australia. They do not I have those. gone looking for them. Right. It's. It's the Lumina and the Trilight one, right? The two luminous? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No. It's Twilight Swarm, because we got regular Lumina. Did we? I think so. Unless it was Lila yeah. that we got. Yeah, no, we got the normal one, but we haven't got the Twilight yeah, one. so it's the Twilight Swarm, and then I can't remember what the other card is, but yeah, neither mm. of them in Australia. You can get them from overseas, but I want them sealed and in English print. Oh, I guess I've got like a couple that are US. I can probably just buy them from TCG Player. I want a tangent here. Jake's about to tell us about some weird looking Melfi cards um I'm gonna try um so in the upcoming pack whose name I can't remember but it has the race cards in it um race wars it's D-bad um is it actually D-bad I don't know it's D-bad D-bad where does it say that D-B-A-D oh yeah there we go I can't remember what it's called though (laughs) D-bad 
That's the abbreviation. That has got rid of the dash. The bad. The bad. Um, but yeah, the second archetype that's been revealed is the purely archetype, which is, if you recall, the uh, exes that grow when you show them love. Um, I don't know how you make them. Um, how do you show them love? So far, from what I've seen, they've got a whole bunch of Xe monsters, a whole bunch of spells, a couple of traps, but one main deck monster. The fact that I've only seen one main deck monster uh, makes me think that this could be Zodiac, but I highly doubt they do that again. Uh, thing is, I've read them. Yep. They are not. Oh. What are they then? I haven't got to the spells yet, so I don't know if the spells cheat them out, um, but basically their monster is a level one. Uh, their Xe's are rank twos or higher. Yeah, Do they have right. summoning conditions? Or? Uh, none of the rank 2s that I've read have a thing that say you can exe this card using uh, level 1 purely as material. So it's worse Sky Striker. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like bad Sky Striker. Sky Striker is just worse Zoo. Is it? Mm, yes. So I'm just reading through this to see if they actually do a thing. Um, that's fine. We're stalling about civil debate between whether or not Skystriker. I think they're different. I think Skystriker. I think Fusion Sub Zoo is better than Skystriker. Ah, here we go. Sorry, I skipped over the rest of the effect of the level one. Sorry, the level one cheats out the others. So it is Skystriker, but not for free. So once per turn, reveal a quick play spell in your hand. If you do, special summoning Z monster that reveals that mentions it from your extra deck. But doesn't it also mill three and add a spell card? Uh, that's on its normal special summon. So normal special summon, excavate top three, add a excavated purely spell or trap. Oh, it's pure. When you told me about this, oh. you didn't say purely, and I was like, yeah, no, "Holy fuck, that's, that's terrible!" Good. That's good. Add a spell. Archetype spell and trap, and then place the that's bottom of the, at the bottom of the deck in any order. So basically, just the Digimon uh, thing. Um, he said that to me as well, and I was like, "People aren't going to fuck you talking no. magic." Amelia uh, looked at Ben. What Digimon I Amelia looked at Ben for context. So the, uh, so the spells a quick place. Uh, yes, I think the three, four, five. There's five quick play spells. Fail, um, okay. But from what uh, from what I've read, you can only cheat out the Z whose card relates to the one that you reveal in oh, its okay. effect. The effect is also not a quick play. Um, On the Xyz monsters? Or the summon effect? No, no, no. The, the Xyz do their thing. I'm not reading through this. But the okay. monster that cheats them out is not a quick effect. That's understandable, at least. That seems fine. Uh, and from what I can see, on those uh, quick play spells, most of them need a uh, exe to do things. So you negate the effect of the monster to some Yeah, them basically, they've made an entire artifact of Rescue Rabbit. Okay, it's a, it's just a huge glass cannon. Yes. Is their trap card called Glass Cannon? <laughs> uh, their trap card is called... Oh, the other one that kind of looked like a glass cannon. Uh, purely Leap. Um, this one, they've just put a thing there. Oh, there's just uh, a XZ card reprint. Yeah. Oh, so this is a deck building set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, It's the same one okay. where the race cards come out. Okay. And then we get the um, the ritual cards that dance. Okay. Hmm. Logan doesn't have a fucking clue what we're talking about. looking pretty useless. Debad's looking... Purely sounds awful. awful. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't seem amazing, but I've been wrong before. Um, we've True. got a... Like when you said battle phase was irrelevant. I mean, for Logan it was. <laughs> <laughs> Good going, back to the, going back to the gallery. <laughs> uh, we've got a... Uh, what are they called again? Shonen Jump card that's been revealed. Uh, it is called uh, Demon Dragon Commander. Uh, Diabolical oh, I, Dragon I, I, I know this Commander, card. I should say. I read it. 
Uh, so dark level eight fiend. Uh, basically, um, if a fiend is sent to the graveyard, other than itself, it can summon itself from the graveyard. Um, mm -hmm. And it's one of those cards that's like it doesn't need to be there at the time that it happened. Like Darkest Diablos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh, what's it fucking called? The Altergeist bitch. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Those ones. Um, so like that. And then uh, if this card is sent to the graveyard by a card effect, target a female monster in the grave and add it to your hand other than itself. Uh, the biggest issue with this is that you can only use either of those effects once per turn. Okay, that's, yeah. If it was both those effects, it'd be a mighty fine card. Unfortunately, it is not that. I you know what? Because there's probably a way to literally toolbox yeah. any fiend using that card. That structure deck already seems really good. Yeah. Like, really good. Do you know why this came up and I read it? Because it was in the, like immediately came up in the Burning Abyss like Facebook group and they were like, oh my god, this card's amazing. Fiend! And the first, yeah, the literal first thing that I went to write that someone had already written was like, any time a fiend card gets like posted, everyone in the Burning Abyss chat goes, this is our way back, boys. This is how we get back to relevancy. But the card and, doesn't have Burning Abyss in its name. And it's every time it's awful. Like no one plays it. The only fiend card like relevant that has fiend in it is fiend griefing, and even then. Like, Trap BA, depending who you ask, Lamest BA. Trap BA went out of date years ago. Actually, those are just the top three regionals with Trap BA. Yeah. It's like, meaning a bunch of ways to outright. Wasn't there... I swear I tried to hype Trap BA a little bit a while back for, like, Fire Lake. What came back for me to be like, Fire Lake? Uh, it was when Graph and everything came back, back to three. And three. Yeah, I was like, we need to play Fire Lake. Let's yeah, go, I think Fire you Lake. did do that a little while. It's a good time. You? I did. I hyped it for a few weeks. That was a simpler time back in the day. Good old Fire Lake. This wasn't that long ago. This was like two years ago. Is this another tangent we're going on to talk to Jake? Yeah, pretty much. What have you got for us, Jake? Uh, next we have a uh, an interesting little uh, article that Bragg has sent through. It's a Reddit post about the average word count on oh. Yu-Gi-Oh cards by year. Um, so, we're going to start back in 2002. This is for 18 years. Uh, the average word count on a YGO card in 2002 was 84. So, so does this count effect monsters? Oh, sorry, does this count normal monster flavor text? Or does this affect monsters? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of flavor text. Did you say eighty-two? Is it thirty-two? Ah, uh, he's blind. It is the lower end he of the can't graph. Read. Uh, Am I reading the wrong thing here? That says nineteen. Yeah, you're reading. What? What's, uh, what are these bottom numbers then? <laughs> so the graph. Nineteen. Is it maybe saying how many cards? Eighty-two. No, that can't be it either because some numbers seem really low. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, this graph's right. actually a touch confusing. 19? Um, 82. Because it's got a number underneath and then it's oh, got a no. number up top. Okay, so it's. Uh, so the bottom is the max. So in 2002, oh, 84 right. was the most words on a card. I see. And cards okay. averaged 19. Okay, yeah, so average 19 and max 84. Um, that was Mungaroo Ram. It was. Mainly because there's toon cards and they've had yeah. heaps of garbage that's related to The toon cards would have been the thing that... Imagine if you take all the toon cards out, how much more that drops. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. True. Target. Select one. So if you had to guess at which year had the most I just card text, you did. Graph, and so yet the second I you, guess I'll answer. Well, yep. yeah, he knows the answer now. It's got to be a year when Pendulum... Like, die against irrelevancy. 
But she so, had the most. Yeah, well, I just knew it was either like the year that um, perform how performances became relevant, or the year like I don't want to say Clifford. I don't think Clifford's. Oh, maybe Clifford year. I'm gonna say the Pep the year Pepe came out would be correct. Wrong. It was last year. <laughs> yes. That uh, also the makes average sense. word count as of last year. Oh no. Yes, as of last year, was uh, 75.3. Holy uh, shit. The maximum being 148 on a Starving Venom Fusion Pendulum card that I don't think I've read. I was going to say, it has to be like, uh, the Pendulum cards really did... The well, Pendulum yeah. would have to be the spike. Well, oh, yeah, the, the most word count cards are Pendulum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in 2016, the biggest word count card was uh, High... Nirvana High Pattern Paladin yep. with 151 uh, which was then beaten the following year by Astrogaff um yeah and then the year after by some fucking Abyss thingo and then the year after that by um Endymion and then right. the year after that <laughs> by another Pendulum actually yeah but okay it hang does on. go back down because because uh, it's the highest release oh the highest year. of that year but uh, yeah pretty much <laughs> since 2015, the highest word count for that time period has been belonged to a Every pendulum, pendulum card. It does yeah. then, yeah. It goes back down a little, but hey, still pendulum cards. Pendulum. Truth will be so happy. <laughs> They've got a vanilla in here with the weakest word count okay. in fucking 2003. <laughs> the vanilla with 117 oh, wow, words wow. on it. Oh, sorry, no, that's not the vanilla one. The, the yeah, Union. Yeah, the oh, Union okay. one. So that makes okay, a lot okay. more sense. But yeah, it is a very wordy game, um, and it's unfortunately on the uh, smallest of the card games, yeah. which makes it difficult. Although I did find out the other day why they're so small. I can't remember if you yeah. remember if I told you this. I can't remember. So, it's gold. Hmm? It's gold. That's why. It's cold, that's why it's so small. <laughs> no. The text box used to be like <laughs> this, and then it got cold, the text box went like this. No. <laughs> I didn't hear Brad so, for a good second. And I was like, what the heck are we going to do? So here? when the uh, manga first came out, it belonged to Bandai Namco, or at least the rights to it belonged to that. Yes. And as a promotional item, they printed the Bandai cards, um, which you can see here. Um, Bandai to cards. get these cards, they were distributed in like vending machines and stuff. Mm. But the vending machines couldn't fit a standard size card, so they had to make them this size. And that's ah. why some of them are like in like sections of four, because like you'd get the set. But then when Konami took over, they had these card sets like sort of in that size and whatever. And rather than fixing it to be the standard of every other card game, they're like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this Pegasus's wife? What? Yeah. No. No? No, it is. It it isn't. No. It simply (laughs) isn't. (laughs) Ah, no, Jake seems to be more confident than I am, so I'm backing him. Anyway, um, but yeah, um, some interesting little tidbits for you there. Um, moving on to our Discord. I think there's oh. one more thing we haven't discussed. Regional results for the past weekend. Just, it was just a quick passing thing because we haven't prepared anything about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Splite did well. Some two elements popped up. Mathmech also did decently well. Jake's just being made aware that there was regionals this weekend. I had no idea. No, I totally yeah. left it out of the rundown, so I was like, Ben's going to trash these regionals. Ah, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> like they're high player count regionals. Yeah. Pure like, Sprite and Adventist Sprite. There's probably. a few in America. Anderson oh, America. That's one. why I have no idea about them. Yeah. Well, Edison had one. Yeah. Pure Sprite and Adventist Sprite were like really well represented. And Tier Element oh, did better than Oh, that's the count that I saw that was yeah. like Sprite, 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 Adventure Sprite. Sprite, Sprite, Sprite. Yeah, yeah, Adventure Sprite popped up a lot, and he was like, oh, we should come consider Adventure Sprite. And I was like, 
No. You will do anything to get <laughs> that deck into rotation, won't you? Was it not like two podcasts ago where you're like, oh, I was going over the format with Ben and I was like, can Adventure survive in this format? Can it do a thing? It can, apparently. I, when, we, when we sat down and talked about it, I said, do we consider this? And you were like, probably not. And I was like, I just don't see how this is good. Because like, you, you draw Adventure card plus any of your sprites. You have to sack your fucking adventure, your cards anyway. It's just worse. <laughs> I think it falls under the same theory crafting as like when people were going to do adventure branded. It's like you have branded opening to search you your thing, sure, but at the same time, that deck didn't really need that extra yeah, thing. Exactly, else. it's exactly that mentality. You're sacrificing hand traps for a negation engine that isn't necessary. And also, I mean, just the like hand trap is also just a negation. Yeah. But hey, if you play it and you open really well, it, it's really good for you. Mm. If you play it and you don't open well, you're fucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, Splite did well, unsurprisingly, over the weekend. I'm sure we'll see a bunch of like stuff pop up. Um, from the Splite list that I looked at, though, the ones that did well were the Sprite list playing hard counters to Sprite. So yeah. I'm assuming there was a lot of Sprite floating around and those decks just rose to the top because they played the most matchups and they prepared for the mirror. Which is going to be very much for oceans and stuff like that in Australia, anyway. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm going to have to do like the main deck, DD Crow, Ghost Ogre for oceans. DD Crow at least. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I think at the moment in Australia for a lot of us because we play at local level, where you have to build your deck very much for local competition. Yeah. And then to try and test for oceans at the moment is like, I need to rebuild this entire deck for the next two days, test, and then rebuild back. Yeah. And it's just like. Uh, you work full time, so you you work this more than I do. Like it's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> Even working like f- four days a week in college, two days a week. Like it's hard to find the time to like go through that rebuild, go through that rebuild. Now imagine being me and doing that, and also having to theorize and deck build other decks for content. <laughs> just just do what I do and just forget to upload for like a whole year. Nah, it's fine. We're still chugging along. But that does bring us to our wonderful comment section. I'll it make does. Sure to comment down below. Yeah, so we'll start with our podcast. Um, link in the so... Discord. Discord. Link. Description. I was getting to Discord. that bit. We're not in the Discord oh, yet. Discord. We're not there yet. We normally plug it at the start. I do, but we usually don't have comments on our YouTube. Do comment comment, on comment YouTube? below this video right now. If yes. You're here. Um, Even just comment, I'm here. We'll read it out next week. Yeah. We'll read <laughs> everyone who was here. If you comment below this video, comment, I'm here. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, Google, go back to YouTube. Google, whatever. Um, yeah, go to the YouTube video for this. Comment down below saying you were here, and we'll read your name out next week. I was here, but came from Spotify. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Comment where you came from. At some point, we probably should just do a poll as to like where people listen to. But anyway, well, Bragg literally gave us the stats. <laughs> it's. <laughs> No, more in depth. But anyway, that man Bragg doing all the work. Anyway, more in depth, Bragg. More in depth. Okay. Do better. <laughs> I'll leave shitty regional results in next time. <laughs> uh, so our first question, oh, rather comment, comes from uh, Celestial Heretic, um, asking why I look like I'm being held hostage on my own podcast. Well, you see, it's because Jake doesn't like making eye contact with the camera. I don't. True. It's really annoying to edit. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm trying to make contact, con- eye contact with the people that I'm talking to. No, so. no, no, but it's like, welcome to the Cowboy for Game Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Jake. I am here today with... 
It's really triggering. It's the one look when up, I zoom the in on James, and he's just looking at the microphone. I'm like, what are you what doing? What's worth, this comment was on the Logan and Blake episode. Oh. <laughs> Why did you feel held hostage, Matt? <laughs> you were like the peanut butter and jelly it was between a our family. Surprisingly low energy podcast. I was su- yeah, like, like, I was surprised like, that because Blake was here, it was still like kind of just lull. Um, and a bit chill Usually when he's here He's like fucking yelling About some bullshit Because I'm not here to, to bounce off Yeah there's been No bird corner tonight Yeah instead we did Splite Avenue Yeah we've changed We've adapted <laughs> uh, next You know we why have... I call it Splite Avenue right Because they're all Thunder monsters We've got to walk Down to Electric Avenue Why did I just call it Electric <laughs> Avenue Also isn't one of them A pyro Yep. Yeah, they're fires. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next comment comes from Six I Six, who comments, uh, "Nice to hear my formatting was appreciated." I believe that was in reference to his um, average band list date thingy. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now we move on to our Discord. If you weren't aware, we do have a Discord link. Will be in the description below. Feel free to jump in, say hi. And ask us questions. Or attack Ben for his Yeah, say hi and then fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> attack Ben. That dude seemed perfectly reasonable. All you guys are like, this guy's a fucking ass. And I'm like, this guy seems nice. I never called him an ass. Nice. I never called him an ass. He's a I just think it was funny to leave straight away. Stick around. Talk to Ben. He's nice enough. I guess. So I don't respond. <laughs> I don't respond enough to people's messages. I'm far too busy. I never use Discord. It's always Jake and Lachlan that are responding to Discord's people. my work thing, so I like just really openly go through it. I'll just like read the immediate notification and be like, I'll get back to this. Mm. I'm always checking Discord. Any excuse to not be working. Um, <laughs> our first question comes from El Nino Jimenez. Uh, which deck do y'all think is easier to learn for a returning player? Splite or Tier Element? Splite. Don't start... <laughs> <laughs> I decided it was so easy. I decided to try and get back into competing uh competitive play rather since a lot of old school players I played with back in the good old Edison days are returning to my locals. I don't have a budget either, so I'm down to play whatever uh the cost to build nice. either of the decks. PS <laughs> Goal is an awesome oh goat is an awesome format. I don't know what Blake is talking about. It's just it's fine for a couple of games and then you move on. Um, but yeah, they are right. Splite is the much easier one to learn if you're returning. Um, it's just pieces on a board. Yeah, mm. uh, Terra Elements is a lotto deck at the moment, and yeah, yeah, it's, its mechanic it is... is to mill, and because at the moment you're not getting a heap of mills like you will be once the Shizu stuff comes out, it is a bit of a luck sack of what you hit off the top. Yeah. If you don't hit the right stuff at the right time you're going to be struggling a little bit. It is the much True. more difficult deck to play. Like, Splite... I, I was talking to Jake about it after our match tonight, where, like, Splite is relatively monkey brain with only sections of, like, time to big brain this. Mm. Even your side deck is, like... My side deck is monkey brain. Those are a lot of flex spots in Splite. Like, yeah, you there's... can build it to play against what you want to play against. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you're, like, effectively 24 cards are required, mm. the rest is whatever you would like. And your, extra, your side deck and extra have so much flex. That 24 is high. It's probably like 20 cards you can play. You have to play these 20 cards. Then the other four are... What is your preferred extra engine? I think it's 21 cards. 21? Yeah. Because you have your nine monsters. Are you counting the Divas? I am counting Diva. Don't count the Diva. Alright, so that's 18. 18. Yeah. No, 19. I didn't count Dupe. Didn't count Dupe. Wait, some of us aren't playing Dupe in the regionals. It's... 
I just don't get the reason to not play Duke. It's feeds your leaves IP. You without, leaves you without a Super Bowl target. Yeah, but we're siding in anti spell gone first. So I got yeah. Side the anti spell. This is true. That way your opponent can't super pole you for a thousand dragon and put the Bandai Kai out. <laughs> uh next question or questions come from Six I Fix. Uh, his first question is what is your opinion on the uh, Metafy as a way to improve as a player um, I'm not sure if you're aware of what Metafy is I had to google it when he asked the question uh, basically you know how Bowden was doing the Duelist Academy stuff for a while oh, it's yeah. a website for that um, so you can pay um, a bunch of people like 50 bucks an hour to tutor you through certain decks or like less if you just want comments on like a specific replay that you send them about plays you could have done better and whatnot. Um, so I have no problems with Bowden's Duelist Academy stuff. I actually think it's like well, that's what this is for now. certain I... players. What I don't want to see is stuff like that pop up with players that are like I've topped. Well, that for my so, information. So this is the interesting thing. I was checking it out. It actually gives you the qualifications that they have. Okay, it's okay. not just anyone can jump on there right. and like yeah. you have to get fed into them. You pick who you want, yeah. and it gives you a rundown of like they've topped this, they've done this, they've done this, they've done this. Yeah. So you can actually work out. Okay, this is actually the player that I most want to pick. Okay. So it's it's not just a case of bozos putting their name up there, hoping that someone clicks in and gives them fifty bucks for nothing because they don't know shit. Yeah. Um. My thoughts on this is like if you go to any sort of um, competitive or professional um, sort of thing, there's always going to be a coaching aspect. Mm. Um, so I like the idea of it. Personally, though, I feel like with this game, with the amount of variance you have, I don't know if it's going to be for everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's true that like sometimes your play style is just not going to mesh with exact coach and mm. it's like yeah that coach will tell you how they found success and this is what they do at the end of the day stuff like that i find would be super useful for learning interactions and way certain things fundamentally work in the game that you wouldn't pick up from reading the instructions yeah. in a fucking starter deck like i think these kinds of like academies are good for that learning the mechanics of being a good Yu-Gi-Oh player not just a Yu-Gi-Oh player and stuff like that will carry you through a locals. Like, if you're a new player, mm. learning in-depth chain links and setting his cost and timing and resolutions and what misses timing if you do X, learning stuff like that will turn tight losses into easy wins. But I think, like, in my opinion, and I'm a bit biased, I don't really love the idea of Dwarfs Academy anyway, I think a lot of, like, what turns you from an okay player to, like, a, a good to decent player you can do that through watching enough replays. It's like, if you watch enough DD Grinder, stuff like that, and you watch enough free YouTube content, you'll get enough of an understanding of like interactions going into a format. I think it's, it really comes down to, are you willing to put the hours in yourself to become good enough? Do you disagree? So my thought on that is that everyone learns differently. Sure. So some people can sit there, just watch stuff on YouTube, absorb what they need to just from watching interactions on YouTube and that will get them to a point where they're improved. Same with like, some people are just good at like, they go to locals, they learn an interaction. Okay, well, this is how I play that from now on. Um, some people do need that tutelage. Some people need mm -hmm. it explained to them. Some people need assistance with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not exactly sure exactly what they tutor on in the broader sense. Well, sorry, I know what they do in the broader sense, but I don't know if it's more, maybe more the specifics about 
the uh, competition level of things as well because um, again in sports at least you do get like a lot of them have um, like mentality coaches people that yeah. keep their mind frame right yeah. well, and we, I know yeah, we like we've experienced I'm sure like at our own levels we've experienced those times where like maybe we've been super frazzled at a point literally me tonight and Logan had the exact same thing of uh, if there's a situation where you're elfing back something that's not a rank that's not a totally awesome in your opponent's turn both of us have just looked at Sprite Blue and been like this is the shiny expensive card this is what I'm <laughs> like no hesitation I'm summoning Blue despite the fact Jet is the correct target and then immediately <laughs> resolved and gone this is wrong yeah but it's I've, shiny I've like picked the card up said the name was like I know this is wrong Sprite Blue <laughs> <laughs> but you are right like I think but I just wonder, like, because what it sounds like to me is that people are looking at this and going, "This because they're good players. This is, must be like this will work." And it's like, again, they can give you the tools to become a better player, but it's only if you put those tools to use. Yeah, it's I. They're good for learning, yeah, like those tools. But you need to go away and develop and practice on your own mm. if you're going to like win a regional. Or top a YCS. They're not going to coach you to top a YCS. No. They will give you the tools to do it. You need to put that together and advance on your own. Yeah. And again, topping a YCS really does come down to... Like, it's not luck. You can go back to, like, five years ago when Ace Knight came out and was you like... A little it's, bit of luck. Sure, a little <laughs> bit. There's, there's a 2% variance I'd game. say, like, 5%. Sure. Like, opening your side deck cards. Sure. But, like, you go back to, like, four or five years ago when Ace Knight was really big and hit... I can't believe we have two podcasts of Ace Knight in a row. Um, like he came out and was like it's all luck like luck is the only thing that matters in Yu-Gi-Oh it's not every player that had ever talked about it was like I grinded X hours testing a format I grinded X hours picking side deck cards I crammed the numbers on a format there is coaching won't get you the, uh, the ability to go ahead in figuring out how do I best defeat a format because that coach if he's giving you that information and he's playing that same event he's not giving you the next thing that he's thinking of because he's going to have to play that and beat that format. Yeah. So you have to put your own effort in to be like, what card is going to break this format for me that I can win this YCS? Also, net decking side deck cards often will leave you a step behind the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are automatically thinking, how do I beat the side deck card that was so good last tournament? To, so you kind of just play it. To, uh, to close off this question, I do have one recommendation. Go on to Amazon.com and buy Road of the King by Patrick Hoban. <laughs> <laughs> it will give you everything you need to solve the Yu-Gi-Oh format, including if your opponent will let you cheat, just do it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 let me step in for a second. Patrick Hogan wished me happy birthday one year, so... Oh, you get so hard about this. Anytime he comes up in conversation, you're like, he wished me happy birthday. He didn't even use your name! Good guy, really He good. didn't use your name! Hey, I didn't use his name when I wished him happy birthday back, so... Oh, Guess that makes us both even. You are so sad. <laughs> anyway, um, so sad. <laughs> um, a question that didn't get asked here, but because we we're talking about it, I kind of want to ask it: is what are like some of the unwritten rules of Yu-Gi-Oh that like players eventually learn? The things that like are so inset to the way you play that like you don't think about them anymore. They're just things that you know to do. If your opponent will let you cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Hoven. <laughs> um, Be aware of time. Yeah, pay attention to time. Like, don't time people. But, like, look. <laughs> I did that by game mechanic, I did not cheat. <laughs> at, at the end Great of the day. Great baby. 
Yes, it is against the rules to intentionally use time to your advantage, but it will happen to you at a YCS, and there's no point losing a game if you know if you can stretch out an interaction 30 seconds longer, it will then put you into the time perspective. No, I'm not... I, you, everyone knows I'm not the kind of person to do that but at a major event there will be players that for example will go back to Josh when he top 16 <laughs> Josh could have top 8ed yeah. if Josh was the kind of person to intentionally stretch Point out player, interactions yeah. Yeah. knowing that you're not going to win in regulation you'll win in time because mm-hmm. he lost that game simply because his opponent stretched out certain interactions to create that 2-3 to three minutes that forced the game into time and he won you're totally right players that (coughs) sorry players that are like very successful will just kind of naturally work that into their game when they read a matchup Mm. and it's something that like you're not going to be able to be like can you hurry up because they're only minorly stretching a bunch of interactions knowing that it will create a game state later that's advantageous to them Um, but yeah something mistiming stuff misses timing (laughs) yes now we've got the difference between if and when Um, true the ones that I was thinking of when I thought of this question 30 seconds ago was like um, attack lowers from highest in the battle phase. That's not really a thing anymore, though. It's not a thing anymore, but it's just one of those inherent things that like sticks with you. Um, yeah. Playing around mech knights. But sometimes that, that attacking lowers to highest can sometimes really be a detriment nowadays. Oh, nowadays, yeah. It can completely screw you. Because like, people who come back from old formats who <laughs> play around that, because like, for example, that guy who was talking about, like, I come back from Edison format. Like, he'll be playing around Gauze. Gauze is not played anymore. But you'll you'll find if you attack with your lowest and then suddenly you get, like, Gizmecked on a declaration, that's just one less attack because you can't attack with that anymore. So people actually need to do the opposite of getting out of their Gauze mindset. Like, as I, like we've played long enough where... I don't think you've played when Gauze was really that big of a threat, right? Gauze like, didn't exist when I stopped sorry, playing. Yeah, you stopped playing. Gauze was gone when I started playing again. Right, so me and Bragg would have been, like, the guys who were around when Gauze was, was prevalent. Gizmec. No, Gauze. When Gauze was prominent. prominent? Wait, is Gizmec around? No. Yeah, Punk was the main three of it in the main. Okay. Um, Wait, like Curse of Dragon. But like, Gauze... Like, oh, Gizmec's back! You, you gotta get out of that Gauze mentality. And I think that's the next thing, right? You gotta learn when a mentality is necessary, and when it's time to transition out of those mentalities. I think some of them stick with you forever, though. Um, the other one, oh. and it's becoming more prevalent now because there's way 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 more searches as if you have a search that you can activate in the draw phase activate in the draw phase yeah yep. that is something that you will be okay. punished on when draw is in the format if you can quick play search draw phase fucking do it some, like if you see starter in your hand and it's like your only thing draw phase starter yep add summon blue summon jet yep do that all on draw phase play around that draw um also don't uh set cards before the battle phase yeah never set cards in main phase one there's not dual a... links there is a main phase 2 yep. set them then yeah. <laughs> well then you don't really have a choice but like, <laughs> the anomaly doesn't mean you don't do the <laughs> Fuck you. Um, if you're versing someone new and you play imperm play it in the centre column yep. true <laughs> yeah, just set your imperm in the centre column they will ask you if they can move their card <laughs> you will say no you will say no <laughs> you I, will teach them the hard way I will say yes sometimes I say yes to people who at local who, can, who want to take the card back, or like people who like forget an interaction, and then like the draw phase come up. So like someone today forgot like their GR, their GGL or whatever it's called. GGL. No, no, the monster. 
the level three add back from grave. Oh, uh, GG. GG. Someone forgot their GG. But like, that's... and immediately was like, yeah, take it. Like, go it do that. It was declared. Yeah, like, go do that. Go of ahead. course. But like, impermanent center column, and you play into it. That's you. <laughs> also, on that point, uh, don't play into your own imperm. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that on, on occasion. Actually, I did, I did that not that long ago. I was versing a sword soul player. I like negated their thing. Um, I think they had like um, I don't know. I think it was like anti spell or something in the column. And I was like, haha, negate it. Uh, polymerization. He's like, uh, I was like, mm, fuck. Does well have to? <laughs> Never punished. I'm Never punished. Just activating everything in the left column. Just yeah, I play from the left column now. Yeah. I play from the left. I play wherever there isn't something. I play Yu-Gi-Oh on this side of the board now. Yeah. I don't go over here. But, oh, that's the other thing is too. And I, I did it even though it never became a thing of like summoning to certain zones on the board. Yeah. Um, like everyone was summoning to the rightmost zone on their board because of the geo... Oh, geotransmitter. Yeah. yeah. Geotransversal. <laughs> Literally has never come so, up. When I when Goki format was a thing, I used to play from this side of the board because mm. the combo was easier to go around this way yeah. <laughs> than to go around this way. So like... Actually, I have to do that with the Nisses. I have to play it to the right side of the board. There was a lot of times where like... I know, for example, when I play against Lewis... Mm. Lewis would intentionally play his plays in the, that column yeah. just because he knew that I'd be like this is awkward I need to remember how to do how something else how to go else. through a combo yeah because yeah. you can still do it but it's weird but it just feels weird to do it's the same thing like as a combo player like for most of my time like you have to learn the exact interactions and the exact spots you put your cards in link format so you don't have the luxury oh, yeah. of being like so I'm going to play before, though. I'm going to play just here because like Adventure Dragon you're like okay I need to play here so I can like summon here this turn make sure my adventure tokens over here make sure this is here so I can play with this card here and yeah. then move them back over here like as a combo player it's just so stuffed learning your <laughs> card placement important yes card placement that's what they'll teach you okay. important another, another one uh, keeping track of your opponent's cards in hand when yeah. you're doing your combo so like if your opponent has hand traps or you're interacting with your opponent's hand knowing how many cards they have and doing a resource count like for example when we played I was like or well, tonight I was like Jake will have four cards I can just end on four negates that should carry me through we'll see how it goes and was correct was right. like is just focusing on that and then outdoing resources that way and on that like realising that you don't need to just because you can you don't need to overextend Yes. Like, one of the, the funniest things of, like, the COVID years was, like, you saw Team Sam on, like, the Extravaganza have game on board and just decide to summon a conductor without, <laughs> and get Nibiru when he has no need to. And it's like, oh, but I, but I can. It's like, you don't need to. Yeah, if you, you have had game, game on board... There. Play smarter, not, like, bigger. Yeah. Like, it, it is cool when it plays and I, this is so like arrogant coming from me because I'm the kind of guy who loves to you are Mr. Overextend I love to overextend at local level but when you get you to those bigger events card you haven't activated for three turns destroy yeah <laughs> but like at, at a high like local level go nuts who cares but like at regionals and vice versa this is like the difference between bubbling and like top 32 you losing that game sorry do Frag we, sent me something that's interesting do we have any more questions well we've got so many more cool. questions I was going to say we've just gone on a tangent there so next yeah, question but, but I've, I've been wasn't the question we wanted to ask that for a long wasn't time wasn't question that you we, we could have framed it as an episode you could have listed it down in the special yeah. episode stuff Jake snaked your time 
Yeah, viewer, comment down below this is my after podcast. commenting that you were here. Saying... My, my podcast that I'm being held hostage on. I was here, came from Spotify, and Jay took my time. Yeah, but your questions. <laughs> Next question is also from 6 i 6 Which, in your experience, are the best sleeves to use when double sleeving to get best visibility for your actual cards? Um, I, I, use don't, I don't double sleeve. I want to, but I haven't been able to find sleeves that I like. Um, the magic standard clear ones, you get good visibility, but yep. I find the fit isn't quite right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I bought these ones on auction a little while ago that had like the cherry blossom borders. Yep. Thought they'd be a great idea. Fit like garbage. Okay. Yeah. So I picked up... So at the moment, I've got my extra deck in my my first black deck. I've got in like the non-TCG sleeves. Uh, comment link description down below. Yourplaymat.com. Uh, into code Nolan. We're not getting paid for this one. YP. I think that's my code. I haven't had to say that in a while. Um, so I've got those sleeves uh, with the the boarded kind of like pendulumy looking ones. Uh, the, no, it's the Zexel ones. Oh yeah, they're like yeah. the. I picked those up when we were in Melbourne. Finally found a shop after all these years that sold them. They're nice, they though. fit perfect. Um, and then my main deck I have inner sleeved. So I inner sleeving, you will run the risk of damaging things. Uh, I will put a common, just cheap, shitty card into the sleeve first, then take it out, then put whatever high rarity card I'm putting into the inner. Opens it up a bit. Yeah, yeah just stretches it out a little bit. It. Just so you're not damaging the backs of corners. Yeah. Um, I just found, like, going the old, like, normal sleeve and then over sleeve. I found that easier. It's still. Protective. If you've got cards that you're worried about damaging, then yeah, the standard sleeve with an over sleeve is your better, the better way to go. But for a good fit, you've got the perfect fit inners with a standard sleeve on the outer. Yeah. They look really nice. They feel really nice as well. Mm, but if you've got like thin ulties, that's where you have it. Play so, yeah. At first, uh, you will notice there's a little bit of air gets trapped in them though. Um, just give them a bit of a squeeze, a couple test hands, it'll smooth out. It'll be fine. This uh, guy. I wish to apologise to any listeners guy. of the channel. Jake just thought it was instinct to slap the table. I was here. Around a little bit. If I was only, here. If only we had someone who could edit that section out like it never happened. No, I no, was here. No. Came now from Spotify. It's Ben's fault. Ha ha! Suck it. I was here. Next question. Came from Spotify. Jake, took, Jake took the time. Then he Raga. Jake broke my ears. Yes. <laughs> Raga? What's yeah. Raga asking? Raga asks, is there any rarity that you think looks better on one card type than another Definitely. like maybe ultra rares look best on main deck monsters or ulties are best on spells etc etc starlights are best on spells yep um secret rares are best on spells I think depends mm. for the most part I would agree with that yeah spells just look good spells do look good there's a lot more freedom in the art ulties look best on ult on X's and synchros I, not I Xyz. You reckon? No. Because Xyz is very dark and you get a darker ulti. It's, yeah. I think it like can, de it can depend on the ulti though. If the ulti's, like, if the monster's actually got, like, a lot of brightness in the artwork, True. that's where it'll look good. Um, that's why I think ulti synchros do stand out as, like, a really nice one. Because it's, yeah. it's a white card and then you've got the artwork, so it really stands out. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's the same with spells as well. Because it's such a light background, the. Um, the ultiness looks good. Yep. Um, it can depend on the ulti as well. Some of them just look trash. Well, you and me who did the um, video ranking all the different. We things. all did. Yeah, we all did, we all did that video. We were all like, that video. Can we, is this just answering that question? No, no, no. That video was crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
That let's be real. It was pandemic filler. True. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's what you, you sent the message, being like, "We need to fill content." Yeah, it's pandemic filler. Here's, here's um, this idea. Ghosts look best on synchros. They don't though. Ghosts look bad on everything. Gold rares look better on shit covered toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> true. Man's big. Which version? Gold colored fucking toilet paper must be nice his YouTube money's coming in <laughs> oh, yes. when, he, yeah. when he starts plugging your playman on other people's videos <laughs> of course it does <laughs> we're uh, not sponsored by your playman <laughs> you just said it twice I said it once you're the one giving free promo um, shit I had one but I forgot anyway Ultra rares, do they look good on anything? I don't like ultra rares are fine on like main deck stuff. Who cares so about ultra I, I like old ultra rares that taco, but like the art and everything looks nicer. Modern ultra rares, I don't know. Something about them just yeah. maybe I think it's the foil on the like the stars and the yeah. attribute. For some reason that just unsettles me on modern ultras and supers. And I'm just like, this is uncomfortable. I was looking at the LTE tellies I was using the brags and like Looking at those, I was like, man, ulti spells, man. ulti spells can look super nice. Man. But then I think about like the one, the ultimate rare spell I got from like Generation Force back in the day, and I'm like, this card looks bloody atrocious. So I just feel like you can't really put it down to like which card type is the best, because really it does really depend on the art of the card and stuff like that. Yeah, the art really does make the foiling sprite blue. It's real beautiful nice. Sprite blue is so the nice, and that's secret. mainly because it's got such a dark background. But then yeah. the blue of the monster it pops. Yeah, it looks so. Good. American Red Ghost Reapers look really nice as secret. I don't think they'll look that good as ulti. This dude <laughs> has made this mistake in real life, and I corrected him. Then he proceeded to make the same mistake on the podcast, and I'm going to correct him again. No, it's the American one. The other one. You no, own you... Americans. Yeah, that's what I said. They look really nice. You said they don't look nice. No, I said they look nice. I said. Did I just say they look nice? When we were Play the clip. We were deck testing the other day, and he was like, I need to get the Americans. They look so much nicer. And I'm like, those are Americans. Play the clip. <laughs> the clip of you talking in private a few days ago. Yeah, play it. Doesn't exist. <laughs> and if it doesn't exist, <laughs> let me tell you right everything. Now. He's on YouTube. The ultimate rare. Who do you trust? Brain. Who do you trust? Oh, never you. Trust the priest. Never you. Trust the snake. Just the same <laughs> okay. Next question, Jake. That is it for our. That's questions. it for the questions. That is it for the questions. Uh, but feel free to ask us some for next week. But uh, for the moment, that will conclude us for this evening. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Uh, as said, jump into our Discord. Jump in, say hi. Ask us questions for next week. Uh, catch us on YouTube if you're watching on Spotify, listening on Spotify, rather. And uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Goodbye. Later. I say it last. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.